welcome to Loving the Scriptures. I'm your host, your friend, Joshua Odunlade, and together we'll be exploring God's Word to find insights, learn from Him, and to fall more deeply in love with Him today. Let's begin. Let's say a word of prayer. Our Father and our God, we say thank you. We are grateful for your love, for your kindness, for your faithfulness in our lives. We are thankful because you have made us to see this beautiful day. It is marvelous in our sight. Lord, we say thank you. Let your name be glorified in Jesus' name. Lord, we ask that you would open up your word to us, that you would reveal your word to us, Lord. Lord, that you would purify our intentions for seeking you, Lord, that we would see you in your word today and we will become just like you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Today we are going to be learning from the book of John chapter 6 verse 41 to 59. So we have quite a long reading to do. We'll quickly do the reading. After reading the text, we'll pick out some of the interesting points and themes in the text and then I'd leave you to meditate on the scriptures yourself. Remember, 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 this is how we are changed, this is how we are transformed. If you've not been meditating on these scriptures, if you've not been going back to, you know, think about it, to read it yourself, to to contemplate what it means for you as a person, the things that we've been discussing together, then it may not really have a lasting effect, a lasting impact on your life. The only way it can really have a lasting impact is when it becomes personal to you and that is when you meditate on this text or when you open it up again to read, to understand it, to pick out these things by yourself. So very quickly we are going to be reading from the book of John chapter 6 verse 41 to 59. I'm reading from the CSB version of the Bible. Therefore, the Jews started grumbling about him because he said, I am the bread that came from heaven. <laughs> they were saying, isn't this Jesus the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How can he now say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered them, stop grumbling amongst yourselves. No one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws him and I will raise him up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they will all be taught by God. Everyone who has listened to and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except the one who is from God. He has seen the Father. Truly I tell you, anyone who believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate manna in the wilderness and they died. This is the bread that comes from heaven so that anyone may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. The bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. At that, the Jews argued amongst themselves, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? So Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, unless you eat of the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life in yourselves. 
the one who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and I will raise him up on the last day because my flesh is the true food and my blood is true drink. The one who eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. Just as the living Father has sent me and I live because of the Father, so the one who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. It is not like the manna your ancestors ate and they died. The one who eats this bread will live forever. He said these things while teaching in the synagogue in Capernaum. Hallelujah. So we see quite a number of interesting things in the text today. And we started from verse 41. In verse 41, we see the Jews. The Jews were murmuring there. They were grumbling and they were saying, how, how, ah. They were grumbling because Jesus said that he is the bread that came down from heaven. And they were wondering, why, why would he call the, himself the bread that came down from heaven? How is it the bread that came down from heaven? Isn't it Jesus? Ah, we know where his father lives. We know his mother, Joseph and, and uh, Mary's son, Jesus. And now that Jesus that grew up in our backyard is now saying that he is the bread that came from heaven. Which heaven? I can almost imagine them saying, ah, we knew this guy now. We played ball together. How can he now say that he came from heaven now? You know, th this is actually bringing something to my mind. Sometimes we tend to get familiar with with people. Sometimes we, we tend to get familiar with the presence of God. Sometimes, especially if you grew up in the church, you tend to get familiar with the things of God. Is it not the Bible? Is it not to pray? Eh. God, God will understand. God will understand. We tend to get familiar with, with worship. Eh. Is it not just to raise up our hands? God will understand. Sometimes we tend to get familiar with, with Jesus. And you see the Jews here that were familiar with Jesus. They could not receive from him because they were too familiar with him. And I think it also applies with other people too. When we are too familiar with other people, sometimes we may not be able to receive from them. For instance, maybe they just ordained your friend as a pastor. You are like, ah ah, is it not, is it not dummy? Is it not dummy? Ah ah, dummy. No, now it's still dummy to me. It's not pastor or anything. If we don't allow the Spirit of God to reveal to us who our friends and families are, we may tend to trivialize the grace of God upon their lives. I think that is something that, that I'm sticking on to there. Now if we continue on, we see that Jesus now answered them and told them to stop grumbling. He says that nobody can come to him unless the Father draws that person. Now, there, there is an interesting thing in verse 45. It says that it is written in the prophets and they will all be taught by God. Everyone who has listened to and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except the one who is from God. 
he has seen the father remember that we saw something like this too in one of the earlier episodes where they said that it is jesus that has revealed the truth it is jesus that has revealed the truth of of god to us that nobody has seen the full expression of god until now when jesus revealed it to us then i quickly want to talk about the part where jesus mentioned manna remember that he mentioned manna too um actually the jews asked him for a sign they said show us a sign you know earlier in the text they said show us a sign our ancestors ate manna in the wilderness now jesus is making a reference to that same manna now let's go to verse 47 he says that truly i tell you anyone who believes has eternal life i am the bread of life your ancestors ate manna in the wilderness and they died this is the bread that comes down from heaven so that anyone may eat of it and not die so basically jesus is saying that i am the bread that is come down from heaven you have to eat me for you to live and it is quite interesting remember that a while ago to we jesus was at the temple and he scattered the temple he was so angry because they had turned his father's house into a place of buying and selling and he had to pursue all the merchants out and you remember what the jews said when they came to him they said show us a sign show us a sign that you have authority to do all of these things that you are doing show us a sign how like they were like how you know how can you just come and disrupt the other year show us a sign and at that point in time Jesus showed them the sign. He said that, destroy this temple and I will raise it again in three days. Jesus showed them the sign of his death. Here too, the Jews asked Jesus for a sign earlier in the text. Now Jesus is saying that, I will not give you manna like your ancestors ate in the wilderness because they ate that manna and they died. I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life basically i am the bread that you will eat and then you will have eternal life now do you know what is interesting about this the interesting thing about this is that let's read verse 51 together verse 51 jesus says i am the living bread that came down from heaven if anyone eats of this bread he will live forever the bread that i will give for the life of the world is my flesh so jesus is saying that the bread that i will give for the life of the world is my flesh you see that here too jesus is giving them the sign of his death because later on jesus goes on to say look at verse 55 he says because my flesh is true food and my blood is true drink the one who eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and i in him you know if jesus came in our age and time and he said something like this that he said in verse 56 he said the one who eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me i mean he will be dragged on twitter for saying people should eat his flesh and drink his blood which kind of cultism is that like the comments in the comment section would be very very serious to put it mildly 
But Jesus is saying here to the Jews that you must eat my flesh. You must drink my blood if you want to be partakers of this grace. And basically what is he saying? He's saying that the flesh, he will give his flesh for the life of the world. Still he was giving them the sign of his death. He had to die for him to give his blood and flesh for the world. And do you know that that is why we take communion? We take the communion because we do it in remembrance of him. In remembrance of the sacrifice that he, that he made for us on the cross of Calvary. Our sin cost the life of the Son of God. Once we receive what he did for us, we are made clean. That is why we celebrate the communion. We drink wine to symbolize his blood and we eat bread to symbolize his flesh that was broken for us. Jesus is that manna. Jesus is that spiritual food that we will eat and not die. Jesus is that spiritual food that we will eat and not die. His words is that spiritual food that we will eat and it will go into us from a rock, a living rock that will bring forth the water, the eternal rivers of the Holy Spirit within our hearts. So while the ancestors of the Jews, while they ate manna in the wilderness and they still died, we are to be nourished spiritually by Jesus. We are to eat his flesh and drink his blood. And by this, we shall have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. You know, the Bible has this way of saying the same thing over and over and over and over again until it sinks into our hearts and into our minds. God loved us so much that he gave his son for us. Here they ask Jesus, what is the sign that you will give us that we may believe in you? And Jesus says that you must eat my flesh and drink my blood. Basically, you have to accept the sacrifice that I will make for you on the cross of Calvary. Isn't it a mystery how Jesus speaks? Isn't it a mystery how Jesus speaks? You know, it's because we read these things in the Bible that is not shocking us this much. Imagine, just imagine that this was a tweet from somebody. Eat my flesh and drink my blood. That is how you will have eternal life. I promise you, the person has to turn off comment section. If not, <laughs> it will be a serious thing. Are we experiencing, are we understanding the mysteries in the word of God? This is what makes the Bible interesting. This is what makes you to start loving your scriptures more and more when the scriptures are opened up to you. So our assignment for this day would be that, God, what? how does this affect me? I want to drink your blood and I want to eat your flesh. Like, how can I practice this practically? How, how can I put it into practice? What can I do, Lord? What do I have to do, Lord? And you will begin to reveal those things to us. Remember, we have to meditate on these things for our lives to be transformed. 
let's say a word of prayer our dear father and our god we are grateful for your love and your kindness for your faithfulness it is such an amazing privilege to be your children oh what manner of love the father has bestowed upon us that he has given us the privilege to be called the children of god jesus thank you jesus thank you lord help us to reflect on the things that we have learned bring life out of these things for us in jesus name we have prayed amen i believe you have been blessed by this episode of the podcast please follow us on this platform or on wherever you get your podcast also please share with your friends and family so that they can be blessed by it too till we meet again keep seeking keep searching keep meditating on god's word and keep on loving your scriptures and keep on loving god god bless you